run into these crack bears, you should be able to shoot it, period. And that was possibly the most American sentence ever uttered by a human being. You already have a 38-year-old woman female in your bed. Don't you want to do more? Victim one described feeling struck in the moment and did not know what to say. So with his response, he was still thought in his head, not really, but he said, sure. The kicker is the Jaguars had no idea it was even happening until the NFL brought it to their attention. I'll tell you, now that's what I call a skid mark. <laughs> Hello and welcome to WPP News, a part of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by the one and only Liam Lishmise-Reese and Mikey Medigan. On this show, we're going to bring you topics from around the globe. The topics are going to fall under three different categories. The categories are Stupid Is As Stupid Does, Incredibly Incredible, and Sports and Spets. Let's get it started with the first category, Stupid Is As Stupid Does, where we're going to head to Philadelphia, where Liam Reese is going to talk about a daycare who dropped the ball. Liam, what's the scoop? A Philadelphia family is demanding answers after their baby was forgotten inside a closed daycare center. Police are saying that the daycare was closed and locked up when the family arrived. A six-month-old baby girl was left alone inside a daycare around 5.30 on the 4400 block of Whitaker Ave in Hunting Park. The family arrived to find the daycare was closed and locked with all the lights out. Terrified, they dialed 911. The police arrived and they were able to get a hold of the owner, The owner was contacted, unlocked at the property, and the child was found asleep in a car seat in the pitch black. Cameron Banks, the the girl's father, said that he was he called. He was hoping that nobody had harmed her. Nobody took her and that she would just be okay. Now, police say that the daycare was supposed to be open until six o'clock. They're still trying to find out like they're interviewing workers to find out what happened and how they can prevent this from happening again. Uh, The other news outlets left out which daycare this was, but WPP News did a little bit of investigating. And on the 4400 block of Whitaker Ave, there's only one daycare center, and it's called New Horizons Child Care Solution. So do with that information what you will. We're not going to protect businesses that leave six-month-old girls at risk. More on this story as it develops. Back to you, Matt, at headquarters. Thank you for that, Liam. Really good stuff. Man, I mean, the daycare also wants to know, how'd you forget your baby? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, good stuff, Liam. Thank you for that. We're going to keep it moving with Stupid as a Stupid Does. We're going to head to our favorite state in the union. We're going to head to Florida. We're going to talk to Mikey Medigan, who has a real backdoor story. Mikey Medigan, what's the story? Matt, I'm here in the capital of chaos, our favorite place, Florida. And I've never been drunk enough to poop on the roof of a car. Furthermore, if I was drunk enough, I'd be too drunk to climb up there or not give a fudge. So the community here is safe from me from a poop attack from yours truly. But Floridians, the 
rare breed of a Florida man who is capable of heroic and sometimes bizarre as hell feats of acrobatic and survival in the most daunting situations has come about. And he, my friend, the police in the villages say a man stands accused or squats of vandalizing and defecating on the roof of a car that belonged to a man who was dating his love interest. The resident of the village is 30-year-old Robert Powell, pleaded guilty, not guilty, should be guilty, not guilty, to the charges and remains out of jail on a $1,000 bond. While officers responded to a call from Michael Hoofer about his car that had been tampered with sometime during the night when officers arrived on the scene, they discovered that Hoofer's car had been vandalized. The passenger side windshield wiper had been broken off. There were scratches in the paint and more. What is more, you might ask? How about a steaming butt biscuit right on the middle of the roof? Yep, a big old body-built, home-built log cabin of stank. Hoofer identified the attacker as Powell, saying that he recognized the man from where they both were. Also, don't do this to a guy you work with. They both were, and that he and the man recently had an altercation about this brajul that they were both banging. Surveillance video showed the man wearing a white shirt and dark pants approach a car, hit the mirror, scratched both doors, then climbed onto the roof where he dropped his trousers and let it rip. Police determined that the suspect was very, very tall. Mr. Powell happens to be six foot five. After further investigation, Powell was located and taken to the Wildwood Police Department where he was questioned and arrested. I can't help but think in the hot, steaming Florida sun with that poop on your roof, would you just go to the car wash and hope they didn't notice it? Or do I wait till it dries out and I knock it off with a stick? I don't know how this goes. All I know is this happens to be a stinking, crappy situation. So shout out to that man in jail. He now has a place to poop. And I hope he doesn't poop on anybody else's car like the birds. Matthew, meet Missile. Back to you, WPP, Channel 4 News. We done. Very good. Thank you for that, Mikey Medigan. Man, I'll tell you. Now that's what I call a skid mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that wraps it up for Stupid Days and Stupid Does. We're going to move it on to Incredibly Incredible. We're going to head back to the studio with Liam Rasmize Reese is there to discuss how Winnie the Pooh has really let himself go. Liam, what's the scoop? Speaking of Florida, we've all heard of cocaine bear, but Florida native black bears high on crack and breaking into houses? Lawmaker Jason Schoaf and this WPP news reporter say, we think so. The Sunshine State is no stranger to bizarre animals, as they've already recently had tales of cocaine sharks, and herpes monkeys. Crack bears became a talking point now that a bill that would loosen restrictions on hunting bears is being pushed through. Shof painted a vivid, vivid picture of the risks of crack bears breaking down your doors, standing in your living room, growling, and tearing your house apart. He later stated, when you run into these crack bears, you should be able to shoot it, period. And that was possibly the most American sentence ever uttered by a human being. Opponents of the bill's point to things like lack of documented incidents and the logistics of a bear actually consuming crack in a manner that would get it high. All these things aside, one question remains. Will there be a crack bear movie in the works? I'm Liam Reese, WPP News. Back to you, Matt. Very good. Thank you for that, Liam. Excellent story. Man, Florida, 
The only place where you got to worry about a bear on crack and a gator on fentanyl. <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. Okay, well, let's keep it moving with Incredibly Incredible. We're going to head back to Mikey Medigan, who's at everyone's favorite superstore. Mikey Medigan, what's the story? I'm here in the crappiest state of the union, Seattle. It's raining. I got the hat, the sunglasses. I don't need no sunglasses when it's always raining. Anyway... Jackie No Win. Maybe it's No Win. Maybe it's Na Win. I don't know. Jackie No Win returned the couch to Costco after owning it for nearly two and a half years, citing her family didn't like the color of the couch no more. Jackie further explained how difficult it was to return this giant piece of equipment in the store. She said it felt weird when I talked to her that people were staring. She's carrying a couch. It's a whole big deal. But she also told me they have the most amazing return policy. Costco spokesman that I spoke with said that they do have a 100% satisfaction guarantee on all of their equipment. Jackie didn't like, didn't have a receipt, but the employee was able to look up her buying process 30 months ago. When it came up, they gave her a complete full refund. As for the return policy, I spoke with these dorks in the Costco. It's not Gennady. The Costco behind me. I talked to them. They say it does not say anywhere that it must be returned in a certain time frame or in any certain condition. The only ex exemptions of this are electronics, jewelry, of course, cigarettes, alcohol. Car tires, batteries, airline tickets, gold, or special items. Now, I don't know about you two, but I didn't know all this stuff was, I didn't know Costco was such a party. I was into the Genardis. I didn't know that Costco does this thing. Apparently, I can go there, I can buy cigarettes, I can get drunk, I can buy an air flight and some jewelry and maybe a burner phone. Either way, I didn't know Costco was this gangster, but also, what a policy. They also came out and said, their big thing is they have the world's best return policy because of the fact that they make all their money off your subscription. So they don't need your price. That's why their hot dogs stay at $1. <laughs> Either way, I'm here at Costco headquarters trying to figure out if I can return my shirt and this dumb ass hat I bought from them. Doesn't even fit my head. I tried to push it down, but my noggin's too big. I tried to return it. We'll find out how this goes. Either way, I'm your Wonder Bread Wop, the man who eats his Sunday gravy from a jar, Mikey Medigan. Back to WPP News in the studio, Matthew, on you. Thank you for that, Mikey Medigan. Great stuff. Wow. I mean, shout out Costco, honoring a 730-day return policy. Now that's customer service. <laughs> Good stuff. Now that wraps it up for Incredibly Incredible. We're going to head to Sports and Speds. We're going to go back to Mikey Medigan, who's in Minnesota where hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Mikey Medigan, what's the story? I'm here in Minnesota. I didn't even know this was a state. This ain't Florida. This ain't Philadelphia. Wherever the hell I am, it is cold as it gets. I got my hood up. I got my sunglasses on. I'm also kind of trying to keep a low key. Either way, a Minnesota woman visiting the hotel with her husband and children sexually abused two 15-year-old hockey players at this establishment. Now, Allison Lee Sherndon, 38, was charged with criminal sexual conduct in the third degree and criminal sexual conduct in the fourth degree. 
The complaint was viewed by law and crime and said that several youth hockey teams were visiting this hotel from out of state in the area on the night of June, January 14, 2024. Members of the team went to the hotel pool after dinner like the kids do. Shodan allegedly left the sauna that she was in and joined these children in the hot tub. In the hot tub, the boys left. They talked to her a little bit. Victim one happened to say, as I quoted, that rather than go to the pool right away, he was in his room packing for the return trip the next day. He received a photo from Sheridan and a teammate with a message telling him, you wouldn't believe what happened. Come down to the pool area. Of course, his friend goes down. It sounds tremendous. They go down to the pool. They meet Miss Sheridan. Victim two at that point says Sheridan's husband came to the pool area and yelled the words of the effect, if you don't come upstairs right now, our relationship is over. Now, the boys left for curfew at 10 p.m. They got a hockey game tomorrow. They got, you know, they got stuff to do. They're 15. But returned later with one another to sneak back down to the pool because they knew there was dirty deeds. They go back down to the pool. Documents stated at this time that the husband came back down and told his Brajul, metagon of a wife, that this was her last chance to come back upstairs. If she didn't, their marriage is over. The boys, along with two other teammates, ended up hanging with her. Now, they she's told them that she was 38 and was old enough to be their parent. The documents then said that they went back to the room. As they went back to the room, victim one, and I quote you, reported to the police. Let's, that Sheridan said, let's just do more. Let's have sex. We're already here. You already have a 38-year-old woman female in your bed. Don't you want to do more? Victim one described feeling struck in the moment and did not know what to say. So with his response, he was still thought in his head, not really, but he said, sure, whatever, buddy. The boys had a game on January 15th. The next day, in between, a text came through from Miss Sheridan asking them where they were playing. Now, again, Miss Sheridan then gets told by the boys that they are already lost, which they did not, because they did not want this creepy broad around no more. Victim one said they all started getting nervous when she was shaking. He was shaking on the bench. At one point, this young bull who did the dirty deed wanted to leave what happened the night before in the past. It was trying to get away while she followed them. And quote, it was really creepy after returning to Colorado. Sheridan texted victim one saying the words of effect. I will do anything you want. Just don't tell the police of report what happened. Victim one responded that he didn't want anything from her and blocked her on the social media. They call Snapchat. In response, after this, she hit up victim two and asked him why his buddy blocked him after letting her get the whole nine yards. Shout out, J-Dub. Either way, this lady now is very, very much in trouble. And at towards the end, they made sure to let her know Finally, the cops came and picked her up. When the cops picked her up, Miss Sheridan was arrested on February 1st and agreed to speak with the pigs after waiving her right like a scafozo, according to documents. She allegedly said she and her husband went with their two children in the hotel in Roseville for a staycation. I'm not sure what that is. A staycation. On the weekend of January 13th, she acknowledged talking with two 15, 115, one 16-year-old male hockey players who was staying there. Sheridan said the next night she went back to the pool area to get away from her husband because they weren't getting along and they were in an argument. And what did she do? She let these boys become men. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about this. She's probably going to go to jail. I'm not exactly sure. She did admit to joining three boys in a hotel room and admitted to the police to have sexual contact, but only with two of them. That's it. I don't know if it's really cold up here. I don't know what's in the water. 
We're in Minnesota. I've never been here. It's cold as balls. There's no houses. There's no good restaurants. I can't even get a good meal. But what I do know is that apparently if you stay indoors too long and you find an old Brazil who's not happy with what her husband's doing and you're 15, pull out your pishfindel and become a man, my friend. I, Mikey Medigan, on site, on scene. What do you hear? What do you say? Back to the studio. Matthew, WPP, Channel 4 News. All right. Thank you for that, Mikey Medigan. I would just like to say in response to Mikey Medigan's comment, uh, we do not support statutory rape on this show in any shape or form. That being said, if you do add the two victims' ages together, you get a 30-year-old. So they had to be dead. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're going to keep it moving with sports and speds. We're going to head back in the studio where Liam is going to tell us how the Jaguars fumbled $20 million. Liam, what's the scoop? The Jacksonville Jaguars are asking FanDuel to return tens of millions of dollars, which was stolen from them. A former employee of the team lost approximately $20 million in stolen proceeds on the popular betting site. Amit Patel, a mid-level finance manager for the team, has pled guilty to stealing $22 million through a virtual credit card system that the Jaguars used for expenses. Patel lost about $20 million of that on daily fantasy and sports bets on FanDuel. And he lost an additional $1 million on DraftKings for good measure. FanDuel is seemingly unwilling to pay and are taking the stance that they got the money fair and square, and it sounds like a Jaguars problem to them. Amit Patel siphoned this money over three and a half years, and he's facing 30 years in prison and a $500,000 fine. The kicker is the Jaguars had no idea it was even happening until the NFL brought it to their attention. So if you're paying attention at home, kids, if you're going to steal and siphon money from an NFL franchise, do it in about a year's time, like $5, $10 million, squirrel it away, and don't be a degenerate and gamble 100% of it away to an online uh sports betting site uh you know good luck amit that's some that's a that's a tough break and uh what do they call it like a bad beat he that's that's a chase they call it chasing i don't think i've ever seen anybody chasing 22 million that is absolutely insane we're gonna keep an eye on this one here at uh wpp sports i'm liam reese signing off all right thank you for that liam great stuff very good uh, also reported is the Jacksonville Jaguar fans have asked Blake Bortles to return the $20 million that he stole as well. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to keep it moving and we're going to call it a day here on WPP News. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the one and only Liam Lashmise Reese and Mikey Medagon. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working P Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you the Internet's most trusted news. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. See you.